0: And now, on with the program. Hello and welcome to the Sioux Nation podcast. I am your Sioux Nation Ag Center staff host, Johanna Klinghagen, and SDSU Extension Pesticide Education and Urban Entomology Field Specialist, Amanda Bachman, is joining us again today. Just in time for the commercial pesticide certification deadline. Thank you for coming back on the program, Amanda. Thanks so much for having me. We know that the South Dakota Department of Agriculture and Natural Resources is the lead agency administering the pesticide certification program and the SDSU extension partners with DANR to offer training programs. Also, we know the applicator certification and licensure renewal is due by March 1st. Amanda will be explaining the process. Who is required to obtain a commercial applicator's license for pesticide application?
1: In the state of South Dakota, if you are somebody that is applying pesticides for hire or as part of your uh, job duties as a governmental employee, you are required to have a commercial applicator license. So, you know, if you work for the city doing lawn care for the city, you need a commercial applicator license. If, you know, the really obvious ones are the folks who you know, have their own spray rigs and hire out and spray for other people. But uh, we've, we've actually caught a fair number of those employees that need to be commercially certified that maybe aren't. That's who needs to have a commercial applicator certification, and you can get that initially via exam. So that's the part that people tend to not like as much as having to take a test to get your initial certification. But once you have that,
0: you can join us for the renewal courses to get recertified. What is the certification process? So for folks who are getting your
1: commercial applicator certification, you're gonna take tests initially. So everyone has to take the general category, including if you're trying to get your pesticide dealer license. So you take the general category and then South Dakota has about 15 other categories. So depending on what you're doing, say you're spraying right-of-ways, you would you know, take the test for category seven Or if you're doing, you know, pest control on ag land, you take maybe 1A, which is herbicide. So you do need to kind of look up the categories and see what you need to take. Once you have those exams passed, uh, they're multiple choice, 70% to pass. So, you know, they're not, it's not like you need 100% or an A plus or anything. But once you pass those, you get your license from Department of Ag after you pay them their license fee. And then that license is good for two years. After two years, that's when we do the recertification classes. So we have actually an online course through SDSU Extension as well as a limited series of in-person meetings for certain categories that you can come, attend the meeting, get the information, sign out, and then that will renew your categories for another two
0: years. So how long is the process? The license is good for two years. So people do need to be kind of
1: paying attention to when their license expires. And that is currently on the last day of February, two years after you took the exam. So department of ag does maintain an online searchable database. So if you're a current commercial applicator, you can actually look yourself up and see when your license expires and what categories you have, if you've maybe lost your card, but the, the pro it's a it's a two-year cycle for, um, for having that valid license. And you've got to pay your license fee and then also make sure that you get your categories recertified every two years.
0: What are the most common mistakes growers make with pesticides? That's a really
1: interesting question. I'm not on the enforcement side of things, so I don't see sort of all of the Department of Ag, you know, complaints and inspections and things that they do. I would probably say sort of not not having data on it, but just kind of a feel for the questions that we get. A lot of the, I think, a lot of the mistakes that happen uh, come down to record keeping. The South Dakota Department of Ag and Natural Resources, they are the regulatory agency, and so they, you know, set the standards to keep us in compliance with the federal government, and we have about 13 things that applicators need to keep a record of after every application. And so it can be very easy if you're not using, you know, like a record keeping app or if you don't have a sort of standard form that you're using, if you're just trying to go by memory at the end of the day. I think that's really um, a place where people can mess up easily, but it's also something that's very easy to, you know, fix and get into some good habits to keep good records so that you don't get dinged on a records inspection.
0: You said a record inspection. So are they required to keep records? Yes, commercial applicators are required to keep
1: records of every application for three a three year period. So you've got to keep your records for three years and you have to have them available for inspection. So if Department of AG or the EPA or you know another agency requests your records, you have to be able to provide those. And those records, um, so say you're going out, doing a spray application all day, you need to complete your records by the end of that business day. So you can't be waiting a week and then sort of going back and, you know, filling in your records. You should be doing those, um, you know, by law at the end of every work day.
0: What resources are available for growers who want to research certain pesticides and ensure they are using them properly?
1: The first thing I tell people to do is read the label. Uh, So if you've got products that are already purchased and in your shed, make sure that you are reading those pesticide labels. Make sure you peel the label back and, you know, do the accordion, like unfold it the whole way. A lot of those companies will make their labels available online as a PDF. And that can be a really great way to have a more readable version. You can kind of zoom in or you can control F and search around the label. So that's one thing that's super, super important to do, especially considering some of our products, especially like the -the over-the-top dicamba products on soybeans and paraquat. Those are two active ingredients that require sort of additional training, and that's something that, you know, is written on the label that you have to do, so you've got to make sure that you're doing everything you need uh, to be in compliance with the label for the products that you're using. South Dakota Department of Ag also maintains a searchable database of the products that are registered in the state of South Dakota. And at SDSU Extension, we put together pest management guides every year for corn, uh, soybean, alfalfa and oilseeds, and wheat. So you can find those on our Extension website, extension.sdstate.edu. You just search for pest management guide. You can pull up the PDF of those, and our um, you know Extension experts go through sort of all the products that are labeled for those crops, And kind of, you know, it's not the label, but they've distilled some of that information so you can maybe make some management decisions that way. That information does not replace what's on the actual label of the product, but it's a great place to start if you're looking to see what's labeled for, say, soybean aphids on soybeans in the state of South Dakota.
0: Is there anything else you would like our listeners to know today? I would just remind that current commercial applicators, if
1: your license and categories are expiring the end of February 2023, Um, that February 28th is the deadline to, you know, get your online course completed and all that fun stuff. If you miss that deadline, you do have to retake the exams in order to recertify. I'd also want to share with folks that we do have regulations for private pesticide applicators. So if you're somebody that's not being paid money to spray, you're just doing it on your own land for your own operation, that you do need to have a private applicator certification. And SDSU Extension does provide certification and training options for you to get your private applicator certification as well. So there's some people out there that have both. They have both private and commercial. And I know we've had some confusion from folks who maybe have, you know, private, but they should have commercial and vice versa. So, CSU, you know, we're not the regulatory agency, so we're not the folks coming out doing inspections, assessing fines, or doing any of that stuff, but I do know a lot about the South Dakota pesticide regulations and can help get people to the right side of what they need. But for commercial applicators, that February 28th deadline is pretty important, and hopefully we'll see folks in the online course or at some of our remaining in-person meetings if they need to recertify their categories this year.
0: Well, thank you, Amanda. It is always good to understand the regulations for applicators. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We'll catch you next time with more guests and topics related to the current aid climate.